Plastic on Uni Radio. Dot FM, thanks for listening. Come back. You deserve it.
Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Tonight, featuring the finest in Bay Area comedy and uh, some other guy. It should go pretty well. I'm going to give you all seven minutes. Yeah, because we can all get to know each other. Check, 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 check. Hey, hello there. This is uh, Paolo Picardo with the Hear Me Out podcast. Just barged into the building sorry i'm late just checking the amadeus to see if we're here live on mutiny radio bear with me for one moment please today i have a guest my friend clifford uh let me let me cue your mic real quick let me see which one what it one it is so maybe s1 try to talk try to talk Sup, everybody? Yeah. Okay, mic three. Yeah, you got your yep. headphones and everything. Yep. Cool. Yep. You're all set. All right. Let's see. Let's see if this works. Check, 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 check. All right. One last thing. Let me try to cue this MacBook. So, um, if you guys have been listening to the podcast recently, I've been playing out vinyl records. So, don't mean to spoil it, but that's what vinyl records in San Francisco sound like. Now I'm switching to digital format. Let me check my iTunes playlist real quick. All right. Phelps, and then this is this one, channel two. Let's see. Four. Oh, wait, wait. Subjects. Okay, we have the excellent vibes music queued up. And uh, 
Yeah, Cliff, you you ready to start this podcast, man? Yeah, let's get started. It's a beautiful day out here in San Francisco, out in the Mission. It's been nice the past few days. We've been getting a lot of rain these past few weeks, months. I'm sure people remember all those wildfires, so all the stuff in the air. It's like brought a lot of rain, but it seems like it's letting up a little bit, which is nice. I know we're. I've heard we're out of the drought, so we're out of the drought. So I'm. We can. We can cue. We can cue the sunshine now. No more rain, sunshine, rainbows all day. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty great that uh, there's no more drought. I know that. I know the uh, almond farmers kind of fuck things up for us a little bit. Yeah, fucking almonds. Who eats almonds, anyways? Besides the uh, the blue diamond wasabi almonds, all, the, those all the, are actually those are actually. <laughs> I was about to say I eat almonds. All the other almonds. Then, but yeah, 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 but yeah, no, the wasabi, those are those are god tier. Those are, those are those are the real almonds. If you're gonna fuck with almonds, you should probably get the wasabi ones because they're really really good. But yeah, no almond in there. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about a lot of the agriculture and the drought. But hey, once again, we're out of it, so that's that's some good news every cloud has a silver lining but today's not very cloudy so just sunshine but so what are we what are we talking about today Paolo it's I I know we want to talk about music and sort of our trajectory our respective trajectories as well aspirations for music and where we come from and all that kind of stuff yeah so a little bit about this podcast this is on uh, well we're here at Mutiny Radio FM which is a kind of a collective of sorts and community it's a it's a fcc free or it doesn't abide to fcc rules Uh, it's a community radio we focus on deep blue and dark comedy we can literally say fuck shit ass uh yeah actually say, wait, wait, I said, when i said when i said when i said the wasabi almonds are fucking good i was like wait should i say, we can I say, say they're fucking good no yeah, okay they're fucking good we can say jew uh, <laughs> kike whatever um, <laughs> whoa you're you're blasting in my head <laughs> Sorry, but that's not the point that's not the point my the point of uh this the podcast is that you know i i've been doing this for like two months now and i've been running it by myself so it's not as fun you know, I just played out some, usually I would just like talk for a minute, make a few jokes and play out some records. But now I actually have a, another human in the studio and I'm so glad you're here. Banter time. Yeah. And I think we can talk about, um, yeah, just talk for the next, we have, uh, an hour and 40 minutes left. Um, we can talk about i don't know honestly we just i met cliff uh we were getting soup dumplings on on terrible street in the sunset kingdom, and kingdom of dumpling kingdom I of dumpling do recommend it it is delicious so just just gonna just gonna like plug them real quick so yeah if you're yeah. out on terrible and you're like man i'm hungry like where's some food i can get go i would recommend kingdom of dumpling there's also a lot of great other places but gonna plug them real quick because they're awesome yeah, so I love it when you when I go to a restaurant by myself and they seat you with a random person. It's almost like you're speed dating, uh, or or you're just matched with a new friend. Um, but yeah, I don't. What we should talk about? We were just in the car. We just got out of the car. We just opened the locks to the doors to the space. Maybe we should talk about uh, a little bit about <laughs> <laughs> our first memories of of music. Why not? 
Oh, that first memories of music. Wow, that's a. T- it's not tough, but it's like uh, there's a lot of memories I have to sort through. So. Yes, yes. I guess I'll just give my background as far as music. I mean, I grew up listening to like the oldies, like Motown kind of stuff, like from my mom. Like, so it would always be like 94 point something, and they're playing a lot of old school stuff, a lot of 90s R&B, but a lot of stuff from the 80s, the 70s, like mm-hmm. growing up with things like the OJs, Earth, Wind, and Fire, like the Commodores, Lionel, like lots of your classics. Like, those are. Um, was the Isley Brothers? I can like go on and on and cool in the gang. Like, and then I got more into sort of my generations of music, like hip hop. Like when so when I started going to Lookout Mountain School for for those who don't know, I'm from Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's where Ooh, I was yeah. born and raised. And there's this mountain in Chattanooga called Lookout Mountain. There's also a very good school up there, elementary school. And when I would I would go to my grandmother's house, my mom would take me up there, and then I would walk to school from there. And that's when I started getting more into like the hip hop of the '90s and the early 2000s. A little rock here and there. I mean, one of my earliest memories uh, not very this is a very salient memory in the end mm. by lincoln park that was when i first heard that song mm. i was like oh this is rock music oh this i can get down with this i enjoy this this is kind of cool so that was a very salient memory but things like what ja rule and j-lo that mm. amen so those are some of the most prescient memories i remember but i can remember like even before then in my mom's car listening to lots of old school stuff and i went through a jazz phase where i just was listening to a lot of music that was just just straight instrumentals and i was like i don't listen to things with lyrics anymore just straight jazz instrumentals and then i ended up getting back more into hip-hop and then actually this was a big turning point when i got in high school I met this kid by the name of Raleigh Roebuck, who would later become the guitarist and the metal band I was in called Decapitorium. And that was my first steps into harder rock and metal. And so if you if you haven't sort of gotten it, I'm a bit eclectic when it comes to music, like all types of genres. Like I'm up for whatever. I'm down to listen to something new, like even fiddle around with some dubstep now and then. But anyway, I started getting to heavy metal and me and some of my other friends were thinking, hey, we should perform at this festival that our school always has at the end of the year called Ragtails. And it's like, hey, let's perform some metal music. And we actually performed a song by Slayer and we performed the Power Rangers theme song and a couple of original tracks as well. Um, but then after that, I went to college, took a little bit of a music break, but still dabbled, doing a lot of stuff, like not just hard rock, some like, um, more soft core stuff. And then after college, what I'm working on currently, I'm currently working on a hip hop album as well as working on building up working on trance music a lot a lot of stuff so i've i've gone on enough like paula what what do you what is your favorite do you have a favorite genre or what genres do you find yourself going to i mean i know you produce music and i've heard some of it and it is 
good. It's very good, actually. Yeah. But what what genre do you would you if someone tried to pigeonhole you in a genre, what would be the best one to try to do that in? Yeah, man. Uh, I feel like we're at a Chinese restaurant. You just hog the lazy Susan. Man. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to get some uh, Zulong Bao and some Tao Mia right now. Yeah, I'm trying to talk too. Yeah. Oh, I fucking left my phone in the car, dude. I don't want to get stolen, so I have to go grab it. Yeah. I- and I'm gonna grab some cigarettes at the store. But to answer your question, genre, um, I've always been kind of a latcher uh, to sounds. Like, uh, um, I've always latched on to certain things uh, that I experience, usually affected by songs that my friends show me or shows that I go to. Um, but currently, like, I'm making lots of jungle music, lots of, like, thumping uh jungle music loop based kind of uh stacking layers on each other to find that perfect beat and kind of perfect flow um but yeah i i collaborate with lots of i work on projects here and there um i work on projects every time i meet a new person i'm like hey let's work on a project i hit you up cliff and i'm like i remember when i first met you you literally had ghetto like faded jeans that had bass yeah uh, <laughs> no, I actually your jeans about your, those your jeans, jeans your jeans had bass on the front and like it said b-a-s-s and i was like wow like did you get those at a flea market uh i, I got this like a, the uh <laughs> the ghetto at did you get it from the ghetto uh, ghetto etsy side i or? actually got them in la when i was down there memorial day weekend last year did it come with a bb gun or <laughs> No, no BB gun this time. Just, just some sick jeans. Just yeah. some sick jeans cool. on cool. the cheap. Yeah, but yeah, I'm making jungle now. And I'm last night. I was I was sitting at my my Ableton Live, and I was like, looking back at my music. I was going like really full flex. And you know, sometimes when you're sitting at your computer trying to make music, and you're like. All right, what the fuck do I do? I'm clicking, yeah. I'm clicking sounds, but nothing is being produced. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's hard to get into that uh, into a deep. I, people people claim, oh, getting deep in music is not hard, uh, but people, I I totally disagree from that. People say getting deep isn't hard, but it's very hard because it is very rare that you ever connect with a a sound or a groove or a or a or a certain pattern or feeling connecting your hand to your ear your hand is moving it's a motor function and your ear is listening when when do we ever connect our hands to our ear like in any rhetorical situation when are we ever connecting like the motor function of our hands to sound in our ear I can't even think when you're playing an instrument. That's that's usually so. It's so when you're talking about music production, when you're on just the strictly electronic side, that's where it gets very difficult. That's why instrumentation, as I'm going to be the first to praise the sort of where music has gone as far as the digital age and like how you can produce any types of sounds but it is a little more difficult to get really deep in it because there's a little bit of disconnection and you can overcome that but it takes some effort now when you're just playing an instrument it's there's a sense where it's all merging the motor functions are merging with the sound like when you're playing a particular thing you're play your mood you're 
corresponding particular motor functions because you're thinking this should make this type of sound and whenever you're off you know immediately oh <coughs> no no that's not the note i meant to play or that's not the chord i meant to play yeah so it's that's what i people people some people think oh yeah people won't even be playing instruments i don't think that's really true and that's mm-hmm. when you blend them all together when you can blend the instrumentation with the digital aspect and you can modify sounds you're playing live and then you can augment it and then create awesome new sounds because a lot of the times when they have these different um sound packs these different programs like ableton like fruity loops like like fl like all these different the a lot of the times they're getting sounds literally they'll have to like go in caves to like get certain sounds that'll be like these mm-hmm. echoing like stalactite sounds or like all just any crazy sound you can think of they produce that in some sort of live way by playing it and yeah. then recording it and then like looping it and then processing it so it's i mean if you want to be have a really liberal definition of music music is just organized sound and then to get deep into organized sound is when your body and mind is just it's all sort of synced up and when you're working on a music producing software you're you're playing with sounds like oh this sounds cool but it's i think this is what you were hinting at before is that there's like doesn't really necessarily it's not always going to click where it's like oh yes i'm totally feeling this now that does happen yeah but it's it's rare like you can get some sounds like okay i like this this is cool i fuck with this this is that but it's not that thing where it's like yes this is it this is the exactly what i wanted this is it sounds almost perfect nigh perfect or close to perfect yeah yeah we can talk a little bit more about production like uh sometimes people will just drop like a kill bill sample in a trap song and be like oh this song's deep it'll just be like fucking kill bill like siren (laughs) or they'll just do like a rick ross huh like (laughs) yeah like oh drop it fucking hbk sample hi or uh what are the ones are there there's definitely like a yeah oh. yeah <laughs> that's, the, like, that's the one this I'm is thinking. a hood exclusive it's like but real yeah, trap shit but yeah with with uh with sounds in general like i kind of have a wandering kind of ear like just to touch back on what genre i'm in i have a wandering ear i'll kind of produce whatever if i if my ear latches onto something that i hear i love it when you hear when you hear a sound or a song it kind of scares you Mm-hmm. Don't you love that intimidating kind of uh, sound clash factor of, of enjoying music when you're like when you uh, when when your friend takes the aux cord and they play a song and you get kind of scared you're like whoa what is that I, I, I was, get, I I was get actually hyped. yeah I was actually in uh, Dolores recently uh, if you guys haven't after this we're gonna play a song so I can get, grab my phone yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff um, I was in Dolores uh, if you guys haven't seen my YouTube channel please subscribe. Um, they, uh, they, I was DJing this party and there was this huge, like there were these huge racks of speakers and I was playing in front of like an entire village of people in this like a uh, gymnasium area. And in between the sets, there were these little like slutty girls doing like dancer tunes, but the songs nice. they were playing were so dope. Like anytime a song has like a child, like screaming or, or like saying a phrase, is so sick like i heard this i heard this tagalog like hip-hop song or like hype up song with like you've ever heard like of course like uh timberland uses like the baby noise like yeah 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 yeah. 
yeah people get deep you know and like there's deepness all over the world like people in music should realize i'm kind of guilty of this sometimes i think oh i'm the only deep producer in the world (laughs) it's not like deepness in music around the world it's not like street fighter where it's like brazil fucking uh you know street fighter yeah yeah yeah, it's like africa brazil japan it's not like it's not like that I don't know what I'm trying to say about Street Fighter. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say, there's deepness all around the world. Japan, South America, Brazil. Um, anyways, I'm going to go grab my phone because I don't want it to get jacked by a Latino. Because um, <laughs> as soon as they see a fucking uh, iPhone with an OtterBox on it with a magnet, they're going to fucking... That's uh, money. That's money. That's some Travieso shit right there. So, well, I'm going to turn on a song and grab my phone get a pack of cigarettes and maybe we can share a beer yeah. so cliff uh cliff will introduce himself after the break yes. let's listen to a little bit of music uh let's listen to where is it where is it okay this is a oh my god i have a two-step playlist for you guys and it's gonna start with
And we're back. You're listening to the Hear Me Out podcast. Just catching my breath. Catching my breath. What just happened? Went to my car and yeah, I had my phone. I had my phone. So that is dope. I'm I'm kind of debating getting like a fucking like clip for my yeah. phone on my yeah. on my waist. That'd be fucking dope. They should they should, uh, I should definitely carry, like, a clip with a fucking iPhone. Yeah. On, on, like, a leather belt. Yeah, no, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, if you're wearing glasses, you got them, like, on top. Where are my glasses? Oh, they're right there. And in this case, the phone. I, I should have been paying attention that the phone yeah. was by the laptop. <laughs> but yep. we're good. That's the most important part. But, yeah. No, this is a sick playlist you got going on. But am I, do, I, do I need to give a more formal introduction oh yeah maybe just like a maybe yeah a short little yeah so introduction like who, your name where you're from maybe your ethnicity or whatever. call me cliff clifford eberhardt clifford madi eberhardt an english first name arabic middle name german last name i'm an african-american or what most people would refer to as african-american i'm from tennessee and they call me cliff the cause i don't mean to give pause but you need to read the clause that says i don't give a fuck just just one of my favorite lines from a song i i helped produce uh called hit that lean group architects of ascension that's that's the group i'm working with now where that as i mentioned earlier working on a hip-hop album called domestic humans hopefully we'll be getting that finalized later in 2019 but yeah i mean music is awesome i have one of my favorite philosophers said life would be a mistake without music or without music life would be a mistake wow. but yeah. yeah moved out here about five years ago been loving it ever since it's the bay area is beautiful it's expensive as hell but it's beautiful um lots of beautiful souls here it's it's a great place to be yeah the bay area is definitely eclectic and awesome um, I know you're African American. Maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, fashion and music a little bit. Fa- the correlation between yeah, fashion and music. First prime example, <clears throat> you know those ghetto stores like called like Fresh Apparel yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, Shoe Palace. Mm-hmm. It's like they sell tall tees. Like yeah, I'm like okay, why is there a Tasmanian devil on a tall tee? Mm-hmm. Like what does that do for for anyone like even if i saw if i saw some ghetto guy with a tasmanian devil on a tall tee i'd be like all right what? i've never even seen an episode of that cartoon um it's it's can you can you explain kind of it's like interesting can like you explain I, like hood accessories and maybe hood apparel and how that relates to music i can do my best as far i don't know i don't know what it is about the tasmanian devil he's always been iconic there was like a phase in like the late 90s early two, really more the early mid 2000s where that people were just repping that but is i i don't know i guess he's just the most gangster of the looney tunes like he's the one you don't want to fuck with like bugs bunny i mean he'll mess you up but i mean he you're not he's not really intimidating i mean and i guess the tasmanian devil is a cartoon but he's the most intimidating of the looney tunes so i guess that's that's what was up with that but yeah i know the phase you're talking about it was just i never really got it it was just a thing i sort of accepted like oh this shit's in like or, like, or they'll have like they'll have a shirt with a chain printed on it yeah it's yeah. like around it's a 
I'm like, you're already at the store. Why don't you just buy the chain? Yeah, as well? yeah exactly. But or it's like the, printed like the, on. It's the printed t- on the, the tux t-shirts. The t-shirts that are like made Formal. to look like tuxes. And it's yeah, like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, seriously. It, I don't know. It's I guess it's to give a sort of air. Maybe it's kind of like this sort of. What is their motive behind hood apparel? Hood just the motives i mean the we all know the the motive is to make money that's this is the end motive the motive is to make money now where's the inspiration coming from and why i think that'll sell i don't know i guess it's just um what's the word not catchy because we're not talking about sound but i guess it's just not neat i mean it's just sort of cute i guess or it's like it's what's the word unique i guess you could say it's unique it catches your eye and it's like oh this looks interesting like oh i got my i got my tux t-shirt on i mean there was a time when white Mm -hmm. tees were really big and i mean people have been wearing baggy clothes for a while definitely since the early 2000s if people remember that group from atlanta them franchise boys who just sort of like up and vanished like yeah my white tee and then everyone started repping white tees and it's like it's like even when soldier boy came out not necessarily white tees but baggy as hell like just this is just like man you can they're just can, like yup in my white tea yeah. and i'm like i'm i'm assuming like uh black people obviously do not drink coffee because that white tea would have coffee stands <laughs> yup in my white tea spilled some coffee on it yeah that they was never the, they, they've never said that yup in my white tea just spilled some iced coffee on it yeah, from Blue Bottle. From uh, definitely, definitely, the franchise boys are definitely not hitting up Blue Bottle. <laughs> That'd be the craziest thing. You go up to Blue Bottle, you see like, like, yeah, you didn't think we came to Blue Bottle? Yeah, we it's like, this is our shit. And like a pimp cup, fucking. Oh, oh man, little as far as fashion and fashion and music, hip-hop, fashion, fashion and, music. and music. I'm yeah. thinking when you say pimp cup, I'm thinking about Little John, who who apparently yeah, yeah. he he has his own. Did you know Little? John has his own like wine line like he crunk has juice, crunk cr- juice is is it so, crunk ju- is it I know he well, has crunk juice E40 has E40 has hyphy juice and then Lil John has crunk juice but I think they sell hyphy juice in those hood stores y- yeah, but no like Lil John actually has a wine line not only does he have crunk juice he actually has his own brand of wine <laughs> I, I think I was just it was weird it was like an interview and fucking suma yeah you know if you've ever seen like the dave Chappelle skits where dave Chappelle pretended to be little john and he's like yeah, yeah and then he starts talking all proper it was like that it's like little john was like yes was like, this was like i i really wanted to get in the wine game um and it was just like this is little john what this is like what <laughs> but also if anyone out there happens to meet Lil John, he he's really getting tired of everyone asking him to take shots because you know yeah that Sean with oh yeah with sure, L- sure, sure. yeah he's getting tired like he's getting old he's like I can't I can't be taking shots with everyone so just just FYI like and and word up to Lil John like if I meet you I'm not gonna be asking you to take a shot maybe maybe one with me yeah not, like, I, I actually I've actually seen uh, Little John on uh, the advertisements for Oakley sunglasses. You've seen those, right, in the mall? Yes. Oh, and I'm like, okay, if you've seen Little John without sunglasses, it's like looking at like a flaccid Ethiopian penis. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck happened to your face? You look like the small alien from Men in Black. I don't Fucking, think I've uh, ever seen him without his sunglasses on, though. I think I maybe seen him with regular glasses on in like a high school yearbook yeah. picture. I don't think I've ever. Or, or better yet, we we already covered fashion and music. Uh, why don't we kind of uh, talk about like 
uh, fashion items and how they like and how it like captures an, a musician's identity. Maybe uh, are you talking about like young thug walking out in a dress, man? Because that's that's, yeah. that's usually yeah. Like <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Like uh, like there's a. Uh, no, that's a fucking stupid topic. I like I like hood apparel. Let's talk, let's talk more about hood apparel. Hood, um, so I'm trying to think of other sort of iconic types of garb and wear that like yeah. really make musicians or like that they become known for. Because I mean that's that's the thing. Like so you're you're out in the music game. You're trying to make it big. What sells? So if we all we're in the age of piracy as far as music mutiny radio mm-hmm. i mean people have more or less like given up trying to like buy like usually if you're buying music it's because you really like the artist and you want to support them but yeah. you know it's like attracts a buck attracts 99 cents that's not where artists are making their music they're making it in tours and performances and swag merchandising and so that's what that's where the impetus for having like where fashion and music just they're just clearly gonna merge because that's the way you're gonna make money is merchandising and so as someone who's been in the metal scene like the most of the merchandise there's not like a whole lot of thought that goes into it it's like you got the logo for the band or whatever you put it on a shirt put the places they're touring you got your merch as far as hip-hop there's always been more of thought and there's been more of a construction in the fashion it's not just it's swag but it's like very there's there's a lot of thought that goes into it and that's why like oh as far as people have iconic sweat like flavor flav has his iconic clock yeah little john's got his that's what i meant that's what i meant by his glasses and like yeah that's kind of what i meant so i'm trying and it's not even just clothes and apparel it's hairstyles like we all know i mean when people think of the weekend we think oh, of yeah, the weekend's like the crazy hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, we think of the big mm. ass hair, and so and people and people try to emulate that. I mean, oh, was it the dreads? I mean, and dreads have always been popular. I don't want to. Bruno like, Mars say, fedora. Oh, oh yeah. the fedora. Oh no, Bruno Mars. Was it twenty four karat magic? Uh, so oh, I'm yeah. also a bit of a numerologist. Yeah. And so you'll find that the number 24 comes up for Bruno a lot more than just for 24 karat magic. We don't have to get too much into that. It's not really complicated, but it's in depth. But point being, there's a lot of things that go behind people's swag. What, oh, Chance the Rapper has his hat with three on it. Three is a magic number. So mm-hmm. lots of iconic things. I'm trying to, trying to think of other artists. I mean, so when I was talking about dreads, I was thinking about Lil Wayne and then what? two chains and then so everyone start and then when people like put that look on it's like no i'm not trying to be little Wayne little, two little yachty you've seen lil yachty with his like red little like oh yeah mini oh dreads. yeah 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 oh yeah and what we got i think he's lil yachty's probably like the most black person in music right now the most black it's like it's like i feel like lil yachty never turns it off he's always like I bet he has like a device where he like turns on auto tune when he's talking to like a civilian. He's like, "Oh, blue yachty." Oh, Fuck what it. is it? Oh, the freaking Travis. Oh, Scott. oh my God! No, no, no! Tell me how annoying this is. New topic. How annoying is uh, that that white rapper? Uh, um, fuck! He's in all like the videos, viral videos now. Um, he does White Iverson. Uh, not uh, White Iverson, but. Uh, He's like that tattooed white guy rapper. 
There's a couple of Shoot, those. what's his name? Oh, not ta- you're not talking about Post Malone. Post right? Malone. You're talking yeah. about Post yeah, Post. Why why is he all over all over the internet and stuff? Because Rockstar was a banger. It's an, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to lay it down well, real who quick. Is the, who is this guy? The dude who produced Rockstar, the dude Tank, that's a that's a motherfucking G. Like there is a whole thing on YouTube. We talk about how Tank was in college and it's like, yeah, I was just fucking around, produce this beat, and then like Post Malone wanted to get on his like the beat is dope post malone ruined the beat man i do not get why i mean i i mean they they, as far as the industry if whatever sort of it's what they say it's not what you know it's who you know so i'm sure post malone knows some people and that's why he's getting promoted he's probably done some thing things who who knows but i can tell you that uh, like the girl I was playing for you in the car, Lima from Oakland. Oh, Post Malone is garbage. <laughs> Post Malone is garbage compared compared to that kid, and she's only twenty. And like, so you, there there's always a bit of control and networking. That's why you're never gonna hear the best music in the mainstream. That's just like what, the best music out there. You're not. You're, you're just not gonna hear it. Just on yeah, your I, I don't. Radio. It is it is not my attempt through the hearing me a podcast to talk about a hip-hop hip-hop dispute or hip-hop beef because i think that shit is so stupid it's literally it's literally so stupid like i think it's kind of funny when you see something like oh uh police were waiting outside of chris brown's house and you see like he'll be like posting youtube videos of him inside of his house like uh waiting for the cops to like barge into his house chris brown's all fucked up i don't really want to talk about like i don't want to get into that deep shade of oh hip-hop beef and world star hip-hop shit because world star that shit is like i'm not i mean it's 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 a soap opera it's a it's a it's a a hood soap opera it is it's is this like telenovela for like ghetto people? Like, it, do they get a thrill out of like a tweet? Like, oh, this nigga sent me this tweet. And I'm like, uh, you should calm down. Worry about your music. Worry about your deepness. Which is why the genre that I'm into, electronic music. That's why I fucking love electronic music. There's no real, there's no real beef in electronic music. No one in electronic music is like, hey man, that synth you made, that's a bitch ass synth. That's a bitch ass. That's a bitch ass sample pack you just used, nigga. Like uh, EDM people, electronic people aren't gonna be like, "Hey, that house song you made, nigga." That's disrespect, bro. And no, that's the other thing as far as where you see the sort of larger industry control things like trance, electronic music. There are far fewer gatekeepers. There are far, Seriously, far yeah. fewer gatekeepers, and that's why that's why the guy who I make music with, like I said, we're working on a hip hop album, but we're also working on producing yeah. trance. So once again, mm-hmm. no genre, all genre, multi genre. So don't. Let let yourself get boxed in and that's that's the other thing like they always try to box everyone in and like yeah. oh if you're if you've ever be called yourself a rapper then you can't do this if you ever called yourself this and you can't do that but oh, electronic music is great because it there's a larger range of emotion that is more easily tapped like there's lots of electronic music that gives you a very euphoric feeling not that you can't get that in some rock songs or hip-hop songs but it's much 
easier it's much more easily accessed and it's because you have this very unbridled range of sounds and i mean most hip-hop is electronically produced anyway like i mean and now everyone just can't stop bringing back auto-tune so it's like even the voice is like uh, there's some electronic and digital augmentation there and there's nothing wrong with that yeah you shouldn't use things as crutches necessarily, but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, that's the awesome thing about electronic music. It can get, it can be very sort of dark and foreboding, and give you the, it can scare you in some, or it can take you to this like dream fantasy place. And everywhere in between, like yep. I know you're saying you make like jungle music, and I've like made some like jungle type beat and like things that can get you rocking. Mm-hmm. It's very a very wide range of the emotional spectrum that electronic music can tap into and it's really amazing yeah so for electronic music i honestly like the only two kind of div- like dividing lines in electronic music for me is like edm raving versus like underground like music mm-hmm. and the thing with edm raving is like on like the spectrum of drinking water to red bull they're like way over red bull they're yeah. like dressed up in neon shit. They're wearing candy. They they're like filming. They're filming videos of people like uh, shuffling. I fucking I was a raver. I went to EDC in 2011, and I was I gotta admit I was I was quite the raver. But I never I never like shuffled. I think that's so stupid. It's like it looks like it looks like people people shuffling to like electronic music looks like a fidget spinner just turned into human <laughs> like shuffling looks like a fidget spinner just turned into a human and i'm like you're still spinning and like doing weird dances and it's really fucking annoying it's it's for people who want to feel like they can dance it's that's like the, that's not dancing and it's, it's like you have shoes that light up i'm like little five-year-olds have shoes that light up at night okay and i'm like I love listening music. I love to listen to it. I don't like to really party to it. That's understandable. It's I mean, weird. there's there's certain music. I mean, hey, there's songs that are fun songs. So let's as far as like a recent trap country hip hop fusion. Um, that song "Old Town Road." I I have to admit, I'm a little addicted to that song. It's, yeah. it's catchy, but it's a. Fu- it's, I'm not, oh, this this is a masterpiece. This is, this is like Lil Nas X has gone from just being a random Twitter personality to being an admit. No, no, it's not. It's it's fun. It's fun. Like, and that's the great thing about music. Music doesn't always have to be like um gonna the Mozart like pre- performing like this grand like opera piece or um, Beethoven gonna write the best thing ever like you can make music just to, oh, I want to make a song that people can dance to that people will enjoy that's kind of catchy and fun and I just want people to have a good time listening to it it doesn't have to be like as far as getting deep like where you want it like sometimes have you, you- have you ever seen like when when someone claims they're like a deep musician. They just start playing with like one of those uh, nail guitars. You've seen those things? <laughs> those nail like, guitars? The, the nail guitar that goes like. Bing, 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 bing. I think I've seen those before. You've yeah. seen those yeah. like nail guitars. Like anyone, like anyone who's really like into music, like collects records or whatever, uh, they'll they'll pull out the nail guitar and they'll be like, "I'm the deepest motherfucker in this room," <laughs> and it's like this little like nail nail thing with like little like little like metal things mm-hmm. that are like like shorter to longer and they're just like bing 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 
I'm like, dude, you're not glass animals. Uh, you should put that away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it, man. Music's tight. I think, okay, I know that this is appropriating and you shouldn't say this about music, but music gives everyone an excuse to have a hobby. It's like, it's an excuse for your own pleasure and enjoyment, and it's an excuse for, to fucking talk to someone else about it. Hey, because because what we, anyone says about appropriation, that yeah, is spot on. We, we all, we all kind of experience it in our own 24 hour period, whether that's waking up. I mean, we all experience music in a 24 hour period. And when that combines with the Clifford and Paolo. It's a dope podcast. So we're going to listen to a little bit more music. And um, yeah, yeah, let's just listen to, to a little bit more two-step music. And we're going to get into uh, we're gonna get into a little bit more. I'm glad you guys, we talked about um, Hood Apparel a little bit, White Tees, um, it's, it's whatever Spinners. Is, it's whatever is selling, man. That's the Hood Apparel. But like. uh, yeah, here's uh, some, some music. Uh, I love uh, UK stuff. So I figured you London. were playing some UK stuff. This is yeah, some UK no. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you got some good UK electronic yeah. music. It's, I mean, yeah. that's that's where like quote unquote yeah. dubstep started originating. But I mean, I don't know how everyone feels yeah. about dubstep. There's some dubstep I fuck with. There's oh, here, here are the sounds we were talking with. about. Here, let me play them. Yeah, let me play a couple of the sounds we were like talking about. <laughs> that's, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Everyone knows that one, right? Yeah, Lex Luger. Yeah, you got that one, right? You got that one. Oh, oh, that was cool. Ooh, uh, yeah, oh, no, 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 there's. Oh, that was the that was the one right there. This is the one. This is the one. Use that in any song. No, there's this track by this one. These two dudes, Matt Bow and Wizard. Yeah. They, what you want? I'll to show yeah. that to you. Right there. Doo, doo, it's so good. Ooh, so <laughs> doom, good. Doom, 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 doom. Add yeah. eight dude. Yes. All right, let's play some music. And yeah, thanks, Cliff, for for joining me. We did meet at a Zulong Bao establishment, but uh, yeah, let's uh, hopefully maybe you can come on the show again sometime. Hey, maybe it's... maybe a guest appearance once a month is in order. You're definitely certainly once a month. I'm I'll be here as many times as you. This have podcast me, is like like 10x more enjoyable with no, with another person on it. I could imagine. by myself. I'm like I'm usually like, yo guys, this is this is uh, this is me like by myself in my podcast. And this next track, H N N Y, most really pretty girls have ugly feet. Uh, we're just going to play this record out and enjoy your beautiful sunny day. And that's pretty much my, yeah. whole, fucking podcast. <laughs> my whole podcast is like, uh, yo, this is Lazy Chocolate with the Here and Meow podcast. Tune in at PCRcollective.org. And then I cue some like excellent vibe song like this. Yeah. So that's fucked up. And I mean, do you know Noon Jobs? New jobs, yeah, 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 yeah. New no, jobs, that's, yeah. The, that, that's what I imagine. When, I mean, this what, from what you play, that's awesome. But, but yeah, I'm gonna play some music now. We're gonna take a little break, and yeah. this is what I sound like when I'm by myself. This is Lazy Chalker with the Hear Me Out podcast. Tune in to PCRCollective.org.
Um, I'm going to play a little song that I made. Um, I'm a little bit more into like jungle and bass music. And yeah, I tried, uh, I tried making a, like a house song and this is how it turned out. I'll play it for you right now, but I'm really struggling. I love like kind of like thumping, like mm. bzz, 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 kind of stuff. I'm kind of stuck in that like fruity loops thumping kind of yeah deal, but this is my attempt at a house song and it's, I feel like all house songs sound like this. Like I feel like there's so much less freedom in up-tempo music because it's so fast. Yeah. You get you do it's you hard. definitely get It's hard in. like sitting at your computer, it's hard to lock into something faster cuz things that are faster are harder to the timing you have to get yeah, the yeah. timing. But here's a house track that I tried here. I'll play it for you right now. Um listen to this. This is a house track I tried. I'm getting I'm getting some it's uh, it sucks, but it's kind of my idea of, I mean, of house it's, music. It's, it's like a riser. This is definitely house. It's house, right? Oh, it's definitely house. And it's gonna drop. It's gonna drop eventually. like the riser like I'm waiting for the drop yeah, yeah. give me the drop here here's the drop it's not a good drop but listen to it yeah so that that song sucked there's so many <laughs> there's so many hidden frequencies in in house like I don't even know, like, I'm, I'm uh, pursuing my associate's degree at Foothill in music technology, and, uh, yeah, the teacher was even, like, it was, like, I scored a 7 out of 10 in my first quiz, because it was really hard, but he was talking about things in Ableton, like, uh, I'm opening up my Ableton right now, there's a question on the quiz about, like, uh, it's called uh, sample rate what the fuck is that? And he's like, in class, he was like 44,100 is a sample rate. And he's talking about like, I don't know. I was very confused. I thought this class was just going to be like, Hey, show me cool Ableton shit, but it's actually like disciplined, um, music stuff. Yeah. You, technical stuff. Yeah. We, maybe we can talk about a little bit how we learn to produce. Like there's lots of things. Like when I first started producing, I didn't know if a bass sound needed a built-in sine wave on it so, so i was like okay how do i make a bass sound do i need to add a sine wave underneath it but then i eventually found out that you add us add a sine wave behind mm-hmm. the bass sound um but maybe we can talk a little bit about our first uh encounter with learning how to produce music maybe we can talk about that no so it's been like just very like gradually sort of like feet in the pool for me it's always been like i've seen other people produce stuff and i've really just recently started getting getting my own feet wet and sort of like dabbling around and so i'm the type of person that i learn best by just like sort of doing it like that's how i learn chess i like watch okay this is how you move the pieces okay let me try to play and then it's like i would get my ass whooped because i didn't i knew how to move pieces but i didn't know strategy yeah and like with production i'm it's building the same things like okay i like these sounds i like these Mm -hmm. sounds so 
what I've been doing so far is like having some melodies that are already there and then just like playing around with different sounds. Okay, what's gonna, what sound goes really good with this melody or what sound do I like with this melody? Okay, what kind of drum pattern do I want? And for me, it's easy to put in like drum patterns, but it's like, okay, that's fine, but it doesn't sound like as sick as I want it to. I want a, yeah. I want a sicker drum pattern. It's like, you, it's once again, it's that making something, okay, this doesn't sound bad. Like the house song you made, it didn't sound bad. It's just like, I, and I, I know how you feel like, like you, you give yourself a little cred paul that was that was that was good that was some not but okay, I, yeah. I know you want it to sound sicker like this yeah, is yeah, good yeah. but i, I want it i want yeah. to take it to that next level i want i want to yeah. want to send i want it to sound sicker and that's all about like i think practice and then that's what's amazing about the digital age the information age you can find all these tutorials you can see how people do it and that's what i like mm-hmm. to do like while I really want to jump in there myself, just absorbing knowledge from different people and how they produce, like learning different tricks. Okay, like, okay, this is how you can do a riser. Oh, you could do it this way, you could do it that way. There's built in risers for certain um, music production software. Um, there's a whole lot of, and I mean, there's so many samples that you can just like throw some samples again oh this sounds cool but then the fine technical details about like okay i want to eqing that's the thing i've been working on now like how to eq sound like cutting out sort of higher frequencies from your bass sound cutting out lower frequencies from say like a hi-hat sound and things like that yeah so so if i were to fucking give anyone like any advice on making music i know you're probably not supposed to say this again but fuck it this is uh this is some hood apparel uh, FCC free radio. Some hood apparel, a hood apparel um, suggestion here. This is the main thing about producing music in a home studio. It is all about how your room sounds. It's not about your speakers, or your equipment, or your plugins. If your room doesn't sound good, then your music's not going to sound good. Like, uh, I produced, I lived in Foster city before living in San Francisco and the room was like, had high ceilings. So there's lots of reverb, but this room that I'm in now, it really captures low end and bass. So for those of you wondering, Oh, my music doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound very mixed very well. It's maybe because the room that you're in fucking sucks and is not acoustically uh, superior. Yeah, exactly. You need... It doesn't matter what speakers or program or synth you have. Find a room that sounds good and your music will sound good. So that's my advice to all of you uh, uh, P-Tots out there. So, As Some wise wise words of wisdom. A little redundant from oh, Paulo. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's excellent. That's excellent advice. Yeah, no... Um, just my experience in doing choir i did a lot of choir when i was a kid in middle school high school no literally like the reason we would always have these banisters that like had this sort of cave shape is for the acoustic sound to have it like and it would be really terrible whenever we were performing in a room and the acoustics just weren't weren't there and we have to like be extra loud or make sure to enunciate things very well when we're singing like make sure so to um compensate for the not great acoustic sound but yeah like mm-hmm. sometimes the rooms just it's just shitty <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. really do the sound justice yeah it's funny how like a like on ableton like if you want to like reverb a snare they have like a cathedral hall reverb that's so sick that's so sick if you what if you like there's a like a 
like a drum compressor that it's like hood apparel store drum compressor <laughs> that sounded would, ghetto that would be some good that would be some good like marketing i cathedral mean cathedral hall reverb i'm like wow or like well you can do like notre dame of paris fire sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's, whoa i wonder if someone got some sound for that and they're gonna put it in the next expansion of whatever i hate it dude i fucking hate it when people uh use like found sound they're like oh i went out to an ocean and recorded the, the waves and turned it into a beat <laughs> like i recorded the uh, i recorded a, a crackling fire and used that in a beat that's so fucking stupid that's not music <laughs> That's not music. People are like, yeah, I went out to this ocean on the California coastside and I recorded it with a big boom mic. I put that into my Ableton Live and put some drums over it. And now I have a video on Vimeo. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like found sound is not cool. The only cool found sound is like a bustling street in New York. That's the only cool found sound ever. Like maybe wind is up there with New York bustling streets, but if you just record waves, I think that's just like, that's the stupidest. You can't even I, see the waves. You're I, just hearing yeah, the waves. Yeah. Yeah. Might yeah. as well get like a, one of those white noise machines they have in therapist office offices. Yeah. Like, I mean, so stupid. And, and the thing is with quote unquote found sounds, like I said, like there's, they're professionals that go out and like, they, they don't just go out and like just record. I mean, there's, there's a whole like, uh, what is it procedure for going to recording particular sort of nat natural ambient sounds they're not just going like let's just record the yeah, way we have a call coming in at mutiny radio let me take this call hello oh no we're we're not doing on-air callers right now but pam will be in at uh at uh noon she will be in, in at noon Oh, we're not avoiding you. Uh, we're just... Yeah, no problem. We're just in our show right now. Um, uh, here and Meow. Here and Meow. It's called? Here and Meow. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy enjoy it. We got to get back on the on, on air. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Okay, that old woman just called in, and I don't know how to get the calls to correspond with the board, but... She sounds like she's sitting in front of an empty bowl of oatmeal, so I'm not gonna <laughs> talk to her. Um, but yeah, found sound. Let's talk a little. Let's talk some shit. Takashita, <laughs> shiitake mushrooms, just hanging out. Found sound. Like, like, why the fuck? Like, you know what's really cool is like a like a scoring for like film mm -hmm. and stuff. I like when you hear like a boxing movie and you hear like the grunts and mm -hmm. the swift swift punch. You're like, ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I was, a uh, I had some drone footage of Hayes Valley and I put like some like really intense song to it. But as soon as I changed the song to like something more casual and like chill, it changed the video. Mm -hmm. It's so, this is a stupid ass comment, but music changes what you see and what I mean, you see changes the music. It's all perception. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's the marvel of the human brain and not really just the human brain, but we're, we're humans here. So yeah, like, yeah. that's the mm -hmm, best yeah. thing to go to is that, yeah, no, the way, and that's the really interesting thing about music. You can take a melody 
and have a particular sound to it and it gives you one type of vibe you change the sound to something that has sort of a darker tone to it and it feels like it's almost a completely different song and mm-hmm. it's a completely different experience it's yeah it changes your perception how you feel i mean it's all once again that emotional spectrum it's the same thing with tones and colors like you know like mood rings and those sorts of things that are supposed to like yeah. change based on yeah. your mood music's the same funny way. story funny story um i was uh, actually taking a color theory class at city college of san francisco and like i was kind of pissed off because i was getting shitty classes from from the college yeah i was like so pissed i show up to my first day in this color theory class i show up on my bike bring in my bike to the classroom and uh all these she's asking questions to the kids like uh hey what do you guys have in your color palette today like here's a color spectrum and she was very academic about it and she's like oh uh what do you guys know about color like what do you know about the color wheel and i literally raised my hand and said this you ready for it i said why do people hate the color red is it because it's uninformed and i walked out of the class and and just withdrew from the class (laughs) i was so pissed like I've been in college for seven years and I've literally, I ruined a semester of color theory by saying, Oh, why do people hate the color red? Is it because it's uninformed? And I walked out and ruined the whole semester, but you know, fuck it. Uh, I just fucking want red man. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like if you were a student and you heard that, like, Hmm, red uninformed. Wow. He's good read. Right. (laughs) Would you, would you be in that class? Like, fuck, someone said the, the red thing, uh, uninformed, like, fuck, fucking ruined the semester. (laughs) (laughs) What would your thoughts be? People love to, people like love to use, like, I think color theory is just an excuse to like fuck around and say profound shit i hate being in like an english class when when like when they uh when the teacher starts to start a conversation in class and he's like everyone internally the teacher is like everyone say something profound and innovative in your comment on jack london's uh masturbation uh habits like like i hate those i hate school i hate college that's why i haven't graduated because i hate it so much like a teacher will be like oh what do you guys think about this like uh raise your hand and say something profound let's all like uh lather each other up in english english conversation it's a lot of mental masturbation that goes on. it is i mean i graduated college i i enjoyed it it was an interesting time but i mean i was so i'm from tennessee i went to school in the middle of nowhere ohio probably one of the most beautiful campuses in the world but i mean at the same time it's like, this is what this is what i'll tell you one about college anything good you get out of college mo- most 90 percent of the things you get out of college that are good you can get elsewhere for free now yeah. as we were talking earlier i was telling you the diploma it's a motherfucking loop you it's a motherfucking hoop you jump through to be able to leverage and get along in this crazy society so if you're out there like man i've been in college for this long like hey don't don't sweat it if your goal is to get that degree just just keep trudging through it as best you can but like if you feel like man this feels like bullshit you're right because it's bullshit (laughs) but i mean it is what it is we all have those hoops we got to jump through in this crazy world trying to make it a better one so 
yeah for all you college students out there struggling like feeling like it's it's bullshit it is bullshit it's it it's just bullshit. like it's like high school so hope you got to jump through or if you don't want to jump through that hoop you don't have to but just have a try to have a plan to do something else because we all got to eat so that's yeah. i could go i could go on for mm-hmm. a whole other hour about all the bullshit in college because i mean once again you you if you build good relationships with professors that's cool but the more the more you're in it to just like get the diploma and get out of there the less you're gonna worry and hey mm-hmm. if you're really frank about stuff you might meet that professor that oh yeah i completely understand i'm not gonna sweat you over this stuff so just just be honest try your best to be honest with yourself about this stuff i mean it's a it's a hassle i mean i did math and psychology in college so it's like you can imagine that's like it's uh, a weird 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 comment is just like lingering on my brain have you ever seen those dog shows have you ever seen like a dog do long jump into a pool how I've, fucking dope is that? I've never seen that part of dog shows. I've seen like them prancing around, but long jumps. I'm gonna have to go and check. Yeah, out Yeah, we some can dog look shows. it up right now. Actually, on the on the computer, let's look that up. That's kind of like one of the coolest things I've I've been kind of. When I go to sleep at home or like after a long day of just like working on music, I go on YouTube and I look up random videos. But oh, I can't even connect to the Wi-Fi. But uh, dogs doing long jump into a into a pool is like really cool. Uh, Mutiny DJs, huh? I've seen like a corgi jump into the water, and it like it's a very sad long jump. But oh, the corgi's adorable. You've heard of Corgi Con, right? Yeah, Cor- yes, on Baker Beach, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, okay, motherfuckers, like uh, how many fucking uh, corgis get switched up to their Asian parents, uh, <laughs> to their Asian moms in that day? Like, I guarantee, like. At a corgi con on uh, on Ocean Beach, like there will be like fifteen Chinese girls that are like, "Well, I have the wrong fucking corgi. Uh, shouldn't have went to that event." That's like that's like going to like uh, that's like that's like uh, going to like a networking event. That's like uh, I'm trying to make a joke here. That wait, okay. So this is fill in this blank. I can't figure out the joke, but the joke is. Chinese girls going to CorgiCon is like going to a network event with blank. I'm, I'm Chinese girls is like a networking event with Chinese girls. Chinese girls going to CorgiCon on Ocean Beach is like going to a network event with. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think what best fills that in because it's like somewhere like on the tip of my tongue but it's like because i'm thinking with with a business card yeah with yeah, a business yeah, card. yeah 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 with a business card yeah yeah exactly because it's, it's a little a little yeah. redundant yeah because uh, we're all there to network but yeah cor- yeah i mean corgi con yeah speak of speak of corgi con yeah Why i mean not? well we got as as other asian events what we got the did the cherry blossom festival it has yeah occurred. japanese it, japanese it, cherry blossom festival occurred it, yeah it it, it it has occurred okay j-town yeah, yeah, j-town yeah yeah no I, I haven't been in a couple of years but it's that's always a fun time i don't see as many uh asian girls with corgis there but i mean now that we've said it it's probably gonna start happening more but <laughs> that I'm, I'm just imagining a bunch of like chinese girls like getting their corgis mixed up and then it just it's almost like a sitcom like it's like a short of like some funny tv show and they're trying to get all the right corgis back and get it all organized and it's just it's just havoc yep but, <laughs> but yeah no it's it's crazy um 
I mean, I wish I saw more corgis in college. I mean, I do. I mean, corgis are, they are an adorable type of dog. They're like tanks. They're, they're dogs without tails. They're like dog tanks. But anyway. Yeah. Next transition here. Yeah, transition. Next topic. Uh, hey, like we can in, uh, talk about sort of Asian types. So as far as hobbies, I'm, I'm a bit of a, what they call a weeb. I guess are are I, you, are you one of those like black guys who's like Samurai Jack Asian? Yes. <laughs> Are you you like one of those black guys that's like, uh, yeah, I really have like a deep seated, uh, history with uh, Tokyo. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I watch a lot of anime. There's a lot, there's a lot of, you're a Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack Jack is voiced by a black guy. And the music who did the, who did the music for for Samurai Jack? Was that MF Doom or? I'm not sure. You'll probably be more up on that than I do, but I remember the music. Back to the yeah, past, yeah. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. And then yeah. another, a, a actually black samurai. Uh, I was about to say samurai, samurai shampoo, but no, Afro samurai, samurai shampoo. Also dope soundtrack. Oh, 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 yeah. I was thinking not Samurai Jack, but uh, Afro, you the Afro, Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. Also yeah. voiced by a black guy, a more famous black guy, yeah. Samuel Jackson. But I mean, oh, who, who do you think? Samuel will, L. Jackson did. Uh, did he the did Afro, Afro? He did Afro. He's the main. Sam- he's the guy with the Afro. Yeah. Oh wow, Samuel L. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. If I'm remembering that, I'm pretty sure because I think that was like a big thing they wanted to do. But Samurai Jack is voiced by a guy named Phil Lamar, who does he does a lot of. Voice voices um a lot of cartoon network voices he voiced green lantern he d- he's pretty acclaimed he's also on mad tv for a while but i mean mm-hmm. could i can get into voice actors all day but yeah yeah no i'm i'm like i'm i'm <laughs> i'm blazing at heart i guess you blazing blazing black black yeah, well i get well black knees because i guess it's more I, I love those words fucking uh, <laughs> blazion fucking the best word the most effective word if you're ever like leading a meeting or like a conference or public speaking just say wigger <laughs> just be like uh if you're if you're like uh your my, my presidential speech to america i'll be like hello america wigger <laughs> and then the, entire, the entire audience is like yes you said it <laughs> fucking paolo for president he said wigger first yeah, i mean i mean that's just that's just the campaign that's just that's just the campaign slogan wigger like paolo paolo 2020 like wigger like, or, or whenever you'll be able to run like 20 2040 whatever wigger wig such a such a potent word like wigger like a wig is like hair and then er is like the end of the n-word wigger (laughs) my best friend mark wilson is actually uh he was a wigger but i like he was like he was kind of like a you know like second degree wigger second wait so it's like would eminem count as like a first degree eminem eminem is not well he's the original wigger eminem's the original wigger for sure um (laughs) I actually opened up my set uh, in the Philippines with a D12 song, My Band. Remember that song? Uh, yeah, oh, of course my I band. remember that song. That song lights up anyone's soul and spirit when you hear I, Once again, that's song, an example of a fun song. These chicks don't even know the name of, of my, my band. band. I get off stage right. <laughs> 
dropping the mic. Yes. You see, that's an example Dude. of a fun song, and it's still fun to this day, even though it's like, it's definitely at least a decade old. But it's yeah. like that's still a fun song. Like people, oh D twelve, yeah, oh man, like oh. it's no. Once again, music transcends a lot of stuff. It's um, sometimes like when you talk about getting deep, sometimes the best way to get deep into music is to start fucking having fun. Like the more fun you're having, the more relaxed. Then you'll be like. And that one of the issues is like the issue I have a lot of times. I like start a project. I'll start. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, this sounds this sounds good. And it's like I'm trying to think what to add, what to add, what to add. Uh, fuck it, I kind of want to fuck around with another melody. I kind of want to do something else now. It's like it's like just yep. getting started on a bunch of different things. And it's like oh now you have this laundry list of oh, I need to build on this, build on this, build on this. And it's like I don't don't really know how to progress. But it's sometimes you just gotta be spontaneous with it. You gotta let the creativity flow if you're like feeling something and then it's like you're kind of stuck and it's like ah, i want to go to something else sometimes you just got to do it and then like it's like once again getting in the zone getting in the flow eventually you'll find that sound that connects and that really keeps you going like i think oh, it, i think cool. really with the the notion that you're going for is hit or miss like, yeah, straight yeah up. It, that's <laughs> like uh if there's two words to summarize production and making miss. music yeah. it's like hit or fucking miss yeah 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 it's straight yeah. up it sucks there's no in-between ground like, yeah. all right, well, uh, you know, it's kind of good, but kind of bad. No, it's always hit or miss. It's always hit or miss. It's yeah, always. Yeah. It's terrible. It's such a fucked up feeling. Anyways, let's listen to a little music. Uh, why don't we take a little break, listen to a little music. And dude, listen to this UK house stuff. This is really fucking dope. It's like a 135 kind of breakbeat okay, music. Okay, that sounds and they, fun. And uh, yeah, UK stuff is so cool. Let's play something like we could just play a Laffy Taffy acapella. Hey. Speaking of hood apparel, <laughs> Ooh. oh, 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 this is an example of fun. Okay, we're going to take a little break here and listen to some uh, music. This song, Zero FG, London, State of Mind. You're listening to the Here and Meow podcast at PCRcollectives.org here with my friend Cliff. Going down, 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 going down,
Yeah, play another. I'd love to just play like some of my original music. Um, this song I'm about to play is actually uh, I, I wrote this after a festival. I went to a festival in in Santa Cruz. You know where Santa Cruz is? Yeah. Uh, it was in Bonnie Dune, and I took like three tabs of acid at that mm, festival. That's... And after that, my perception of music just changed. Listen to how serious the tone of this song is. Let's go. Um, I'll play it, but it's like a. It was almost like a, after I took acid, I like I was frying for like the next six months after, and I made the weirdest music ever. It was so great. But here's a song that I was just like, I was frying after acid and I made this song, but listen to this and let me know what you think about it. Serum right there. Definitely, let's not talk about drugs and music because I do not advocate to take drugs to enhance your your uh, creativity. So, of course, people are like, oh, microdosing acid. People are like, oh, Steve Jobs microdosed acid, and that's how he came up with Apple. Like, oh, what was that one movie, the tech movie, where it's like a... The dudes who thought of uh, what's the tech movie filmed in Palo Alto is like, oh, oh, how they came social up with social network. Apple. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, social yeah, network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was like, oh, Napster was made by some college guy from Stanford napping or something. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, dude, Napster was founded because this guy from Stanford was napping with music on, and I'm like, that's fucking stupid. You know how. I bet Beethoven napped to music. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, no. Social network, yeah. I will, I'm not going to make fun of white people, yeah. you know, like, yeah, stupid movie, social network. It, it made money. I mean, once again, that's the bottom line for most things is to make some money. But I, I will not be one to say, oh, you should take to, hey, but... I would say don't go into any sort of experiences with substances. Don't don't ever use it like a crutch. Don't ever. But hey, sometimes I know at least for writers, like smoke smoke a little joint, just get get some because it change. Once again, it's perception changes. So it's you want to be able to think outside the box. But one, don't go in like oh I won't be able to make this music unless I like drop some acid. Like don't don't ever use it like that. But it's hey, sometimes you have amazing ideas ideas when you're under the influence and sometimes the ideas aren't aren't that they they they, are, they seem better while you're under the influence have you than, have you seen that movie i was actually on my plane flight to the philippines it was like a 12 14 hour flight i saw bohemian rhapsody the the movie about queen oh i have not Holy seen that movie shit. how was it it was so cool like 
I, I feel like just Londoners and people in the UK are just so much cooler when it comes to like making music. I highly doubt that creating a song is like that, like uh, hitting it off in a studio. I don't know. Bohemian Rhapsody was dope. The the lead actor for that shit, dude, it was it was just chilling and was scary. He, isn't he the dude that did uh, that does Mr. Robot? Have you heard that show? I don't know. He's like some sort of like. Uh, Arabic or yeah, Middle yeah, Eastern. No, he's the he's the dude from that show Mr. Robot, which is about this like hacker, like, this really smart hacker, and he's finding out about government conspiracy, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised that he was playing Freddie Mercury because like, ah, oh, you're playing like a yeah. gay guy from the UK. Or, or I think Freddie Mercury actually was bisexual. But I mean, there's neither here nor there. But I mean, they like to wh- whatever makes it sell better. But yeah, no, it's I, I was like, oh, he's he's Freddie Mercury. And I heard he did a good job, and I. It was a bit. The only kind of loop in the movie uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was the beginning of it, where it's like he he like lives at home with his family, and he like leaves the the house. They like the family gets into an argument at dinner, and then he leaves to a studio, and immediately he's just like musical genius. Like, um, what just happened there? Like, there's a little gap. Yeah. In the story. It's kind of like Harry Potter. There's many gaps in yeah. that <laughs> Like mean, Harry Potter, like Harry Potter, like one to three is like the most drastic fucking change. Like first they're in like Diagon Alley buying their wands and books and owls. And then the third one, great fucking Dementors. Like Jesus Christ. Like Yeah, it went from zero to a hundred. Zero hundred, yes. I mean, because yeah, they had a lot of ground to cover. And that's the thing with movie adaptations to books. You always have like so much ground right. to cover that it's like, you gotta... Oh, or like a Splinter stuff. Cell was like a Tom Clancy book or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, oh yeah. No, what, other, what other adaptations? What's in, What are some other cool adaptations you know about? Uh, the books to movies or anything to movies? Because I can yeah, think yeah. of some real bad adaptations. No, <laughs> name the good adaptations uh, I'm ju- you know something i feel like i just had something in my head that was like a good adaptation and it might have been a well i mean wait it was i'm just maybe i was just thinking about game of thrones although i haven't really watched yeah, yeah i've only watched a little bit of it but i hear people say it's like a really good adaptation because that's the thing you always hate when they adapt something and then like they just trash the source material and it's like this is this is absolutely nothing like um what i remember growing up with i mean people doing a good job right now is marvel they're pretty much i mean and whether you like comics or not they're doing it they're doing a good job adapting all those movies and once again it's fun that's the great thing about art in general like you sometimes just don't need to take yourself too seriously and i think the Marvel movies so far have done a good. They've if done I, a good if I, job. If I can see Scarlett Johansson's breast in a in a onesie, <laughs> in a tight leather suit, I'm watching that. <laughs> show. Dude, I've, Scarlett Johansson is so hot. Who plays uh in X Men? Who plays the the blue chick? The blue chick Mystique. Mystique. Oh man, who plays Mystique? I think it's like Jennifer Lawrence. She right? plays she plays Mystique now. Jennifer so in Lawrence. the in the before prequels. Mystique was hot. Like 
I remember seeing Mystique. She's like kind of deeper shade of blue. Yeah. Like you could see like the silhouette of her breast. Yeah. No. And I'm I like, can't. why do I think this alien is hot? Like what? Because because she is. But <laughs> I can't yeah. remember the who name. Mystique. Who played, who played I Mystique? I can't remember the name of the actress. I think her name starts with an R. But yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is playing the role now. But the, yeah. no, no, no offense. Oh, dude, have you seen? Have you seen? I know this is wow. We're just random shit. Have you seen Lucy by uh, Scarlett Johansson? Oh my no, god. No, I haven't seen that. I. Oh my god. No. Oh, so do you remember? Do you remember when they were? I. Yeah. No, they definitely made that Ghost in the Shell movie with Scarlett Johansson, and then people were freaking out like, "She's not Asian. She can't play in this role. It's an anime." And it's like, oh, okay, we get it, guys. We we get it. But Lucy Liu apparently was not available for the role. Scarjo's hot. But and, y- y- and it's gonna sell more. It's about that bottom line. But no, the Lucy movie. Like the thing I thought about that. And once again, I'm a big old anime nerd. I thought about the movie, El- the, the movie, the anime Elf and Lead, because the main character's name is Lucy, and similarly crazy, insane powers, not of the same caliber, not the same type as in that movie, Lucy. But that m- movie looked re. I wish I had seen that movie. That movie actually looked really good. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if you put ScarJo on something, it's probably gonna sell. Like that's it's yeah, seriously. Be hard she's for it she's like fucking, she's Bay for sure. She's so hot and beautiful and awesome. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, what else is there to talk about? Hmm. We're here at Mutiny. There's a sign here on the on the mixing board that says, "Let's read this." I think this is from Pam Benjamin. Make sure to tune into the next podcast after moi and Cliff. Uh, it's called the AltaCast, and the sign says, Mutiny People, thanks for paying April dues by the 5th. Okay, I didn't pay my dues yet, so that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, let's let's listen to, let's take a little breather. We have about 20 minutes left with you guys. Thanks for listening. A bit random and sparse of a conversation, but I'm glad Cliff is here to join me. Let's listen to a little bit more music here. And we're going to listen to something... Let's listen to this. MJ Cole. Actually, we're listening to Pesner. Instead, Sounds Right by Pesner Remix.
Wow, and what a refreshing feeling playing vinyl records on uh, Mutiny is not not fun. Queuing up records is not fun. Um, I'm so much. I'm more. I'm more glad. I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm playing digital music off iTunes rather than playing uh, vinyl records on air. Uh, that was a bit flexy on my part. Sorry about that. Um, but I'm texting Pam. I'm gonna text Pam. Alticast Pam here at the station here at the station at the station on your way Pam Benjamin yeah man and if you're ever anyone okay I'm broadcasting here this is broadcasting this is not um, what is it? What is it? FM radio. This is not FM radio, but this is internet radio. If you're ever into open mics or stand up or improv, make sure to come out here on Fridays and Saturdays, usually from six to eight. I think it's called Pam Benjamin's Clubhouse of Comedy. Lots of open mics here. Very funny people. If you're trying to work on your stand up or humor, definitely um, come here to work on that. What an excellent space to work on yourself. And broadcast. And we're broadcasting. And we just broadcasted about hood apparel. Dude, I want to talk a little bit more about hood apparel. <laughs> we have 10 minutes left. Like, what other memorable things are there in hood apparel? Like, so my sisters for my birthday, they bought me um, they bought me a, a hood apparel hoodie where the hood was actually like a like a visor. Yeah. yeah like it, it was like it was like a like glasses on the hood. <laughs> yeah. How sick is that, dude? Once again, it's whatever like sort of sparks that sort of inspiration. What what looks dope? It's like does it have swag? Is it sick? Like that's that's what makes hood apparel. And once again, when you're talking about the Tasmanian Devil, I don't I don't know what made Tasmanian Devil in for all those or decades. Or they or uh, at hood apparel stores, they have like the mannequins with apple apple bottom jeans it's just like the chicks like legs and ass and i'm like wow that's a pretty hot chick uh without a torso it's like that's some that's some raw ass denim on those on that apple mannequin bottom jeans and boots, boots with, with the fur flow right in the whole club looking at her she hit the floor it's funny how how black people can just rap about ass and booty just like all the time i mean it's not they, just, they like they never like they always rap about ass and booty but they totally like avoid like talking about vaginas somehow it's I like mean, they're like that booty jiggle jiggle have you ever heard e40s trying to get to you and in, in that and that monkey like trans- oh have you heard the, have you heard the song oh you and that booty oh my god it's my favorite yeah, they, they uh, make sure to talk about pussy there. There's like because uncensored ver- is you and that monkey. The, the uncensored version is you and that pussy trying to get to you, and so they they make sure to get both in there. It's like, no, I need to play this song by E40. It's called You and That Booty. It's a straight up hyphy fucking song. I'm gonna play it right now, but it's called uh, You and That. Here, let's play it. I'm sure like E40 has ties to hood apparel for sure. Let's play the song. Play it, play it. Come on. Here you go. There it is. What? Oh, I love this song. You in that hood apparel. You in that hood apparel. You in that hood apparel. Oh. You in that monkey. You in that monkey. You in that booty. Girl, I've been shaking and moving. Trying to get to 
No, to, to wrap it up, like, honestly, like, hyphy music and black people in general, they understand, like, digital electronic music. Oh, of course. Like, do you of hear course. the synth? Do you hear the synth right here? That's digital electronic. I mean, like, yeah. black people knew, they're like, people are like, oh, like, Kerncraft, some, usually white people are like, ooh, Kerncraft is, like, the original, like, electronic music. No, dude, black people knew about electronic yeah, before yeah, it was electronic. The, and see, I'm not even, see, I'm one as far as, like, my race, ethnicity, whatever you want to call it, I don't particularly, I'm not always, like... The fighting for black people's proper recognition, but no, nah, it's just a fact that black folks were into electronic. I mean, you talk about auto tune. That stuff existed way. That stuff existed before we were born. You had black artists using that, like, and T Pain is just sort of known for like bringing it back in in vogue. Let's say in vogue, yeah. But yeah, oh no, it's. I mean, with even just talking about like disco, like all like it, it's electron. So the digital age is sort of always been there for a long time and it's just become more and more popularized to so just call it what it is because i mean there's always been like yeah this sort like of modern element. modern modern electronic music calls for a derivative always yes that is my big word for the day uh modern electronic music is a derivative of what has already exactly happened. exactly exactly that is my fucking big word of the day anyways uh yeah pam benjamin cannot make it to the show altacast she has a sub so uh tune into the altacast her sub i don't know who that's gonna be um but we're about wrapping up and uh thank you so much for listening to the here man podcast you can download uh everyone's podcast here at mutiny at pcrcollective.org pretty cool that you you'll you'll click on podcast archive and you could scroll down every podcast that's here at the station and download it, listen to it in the car, in the shower, wherever you are. And uh, thank you so much to Cliff, my friend Cliff. We're actually going to hit the studio after this. So yep, thank yep. you, Cliff, for joining me and talking. And thank you for listening. This is Lazy Chalker with the Here Now podcast. Any lingering comments or thoughts, Cliff? Just thanks for having me. And I look forward to being back on here maybe about once a month because this is fun. It's always good to talk about music and just what's going on and just, you know, shoot the shit and play some sick, sick ass tunes. Dope, and I'm looking forward to listening back to this uh, rant and sp sporadic conversation. So on the Amadeus, I'm going to press stop, and then I'm going to press export. Does it does it export to here? Just hold the mic down one sec. Yep. So it's been great being here with you all. We're wrapping up. Uh, if you're out in the bay area enjoy the beautiful sunshine it is a beautiful day and hopefully the rain will stay away um but yeah we're gonna hit the studio 
you grab some lunch then at the studio it's gonna be a good day for sure Okay, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message Pam and be like, hey, uh, can you, can you upload my most recent podcast to the archive? Saved it under Sounds Lower Amadeus. Does it save automatically? Okay, that's pretty much here in Meow. Thank you so much. And Altcast right behind us. I'm going to lock up and thanks for listening. This is uh, Mutiny Radio FM. Tune in at pcrcollective.org.
Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For the super futuristic Enzyme Dynamite walking down the house performing live in Serial Vision. 